0: I'm George Faust.
1: And I'm Madeline Adams. And this is Inside Cajun Nation.
0: KLFY presents Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBozier, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Hi, hello, and welcome into Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. Madeline Adams will be in the show a little bit later on with a story that uh, will look back at Billy Napier's era at UL. Also, we'll talk some Cajuns basketball as they have a tough stretch of games. Next up, a Tuesday matchup with Houston at Houston. And who's bringing the juice on this year's Cajuns basketball squad? Plus, a conversation about where you can find New Orleans Bowl tickets. That's coming up on tonight's show as well. But first things first, a new head football coach. The raging Cajuns family has one of its own guiding the football program now. Tuesday, the University of Louisiana introduced the 27th head coach in team history, Michael Desimo. This job means something to him. He bleeds vermilion and white. So ladies and gentlemen, will you join me in giving a loud and proud Cajun welcome to a true son of the University of Louisiana, our head football coach, Mike Desimo. With that, a new era of Cajun football begins with a true son of Louisiana football with a common vision for the future of the program. Mike Desimo says the common purpose comes from the top, and that's the leadership of Dr. Savoy and Dr. Maggard.
1: first time Dr. Maggard addressed our fan base, he said that everything is about the student-athletes' experience. It's about them having a first-class experience, and it's about making every decision with their best interest in mind. And um, I'm proud to say the last four years, that's what we've done.
0: What they've done over the last four seasons is elevate this football program. Now a nationally ranked football team in all major polls, and that's becoming the norm.
1: As we move forward, I believe and I know that we have all the things in place for our recent success to be sustained in the future.
0: A future that includes the Cajuns' first New Orleans Bowl appearance in six seasons and a past that includes a long relationship with the Cajuns as a fan, player, and then coach.
1: I know what it takes to steer this ship in the right direction, and that's all that I'm concerned about
2: is this program and doing this the right way.
0: All right, now Coach Dez, as he's called, told me there is No real hurry in replacing the coaches who left to go to Florida with Coach Napier. They're going to get through the New Orleans Bowl game against Marshall and then evaluate what needs to be done after that. Well, still to come on the show, a look back at the Billy Napier era. We'll do that when we return in 90 seconds right here on Inside Cajun Nation.
2: This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
0: Welcome back to the show. I'm George Faust. Madeline is joining us in mere moments as Billy Napier is without a doubt the most successful coach in UL, head program in program history, that is. The first ever road win over a top 25 opponent happened. First ever national ranking, longest win streak in school history. And you mentioned it earlier, the first ever outright Sunbelt title. But the big win was how he connected with people off the field. His players and the fans. Here's Madeline Adams.
2: You feel like you got into coaching because you want to help young people, you want to impact people. But what you don't, you get, you get into it. Um, in reality, is they impact you. You get the result that you want for them, right? So <coughs> that I think that's the. That's the gratification in coaching, if that makes sense.
0: The wins and titles are what will show up in the record book for Billy Napier at Louisiana, but it's his ability to connect with players that truly allowed this culture to form.
2: He understood me as a, as a human being, other than a football player. You know, I'll say that's the biggest thing. Uh, I wouldn't trade him for the world. Just personally speaking, um, just changed my life. You know, from the mental, mental standpoint and from the game, just how I approach the game, uh, even outside of football, um, talk to us about life, talk to, talk to us about being it's bigger than football.
0: In only four years, a Georgia boy became Acadian his own, and the spirit of the community was embodied through the Cajuns' play.
2: I don't know what it is about the people, but um, it's unique. You know, they'll give you the shirt off their back. Um, so we, we've we've tried to play off of that and create it amongst our team, oh, and I think we did, I think we did.
0: From his first walk into Cajun Field to hoisting the Sunbelt Trophy in his finale, Napier built a lasting culture, one he believes will continue in the next chapter of Louisiana football.
2: I would say that I'm hopeful that some of the progress that's been made will be continued if that makes sense. You know. Um, I don't think it I don't think it's over, if that makes sense.
0: All right, makes a lot of sense there. Coach as uh, Coach Napier now over at the University of Florida. Let's turn our attention out to Cajun basketball where UL will play Houston Tuesday night in Houston. The game will be a good test for the Cajun team that entered the weekend 5 and 3. The Cajuns will need to continue getting successful play from all aspects including Kobe Julian who had 20 points against McNeese earlier this week. But the energy that comes from Isaiah Richards is second to none. Richards had stepped up in the absence of Theo Akuba as he's injured and the production has not fallen off. Head coach Bob Marlin on Richards' contribution.
2: Well, we probably were uh, behind when he went in the game. think or close and he made a couple of big baskets right away you know used power drop steps took his time uses the backboard got a dunk i think we got him a good pass on the interior and he's been efficient super efficient uh the only the only time that he has struggled was uh against indiana and marshall and jackson state in that three-game tournament that week window he just didn't produce like he has been but he had two great practices the last two days and came out again today and As I told Jay on the radio, it's certainly nice to have a guy that can come in with Theo out and uh, give us the production that he's given us in limited minutes. But uh, really, really happy with Zay.
0: All right, still to come on Inside Cajun Nation. We'll take a look back at Championship Weekend and look ahead to the New Orleans Bowl. Find out where you can get those tickets. That's after the break. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. Welcome back into Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. George Faust, and look, we, we're, we're, uh, we're going to just put you on the show. You're a regular now, Jake. <laughs> Jake point. Longnecker, uh, he's with the uh, ticket and marketing uh, side of the Cajun Nation, if you will. And Jake, first off, let's start with this. We're going to get to the bowl game. We'll talk about that. We've got a lot of time with you uh, today, and, and so we're excited about uh, being able to talk about a bowl game and, and all how to how to get tickets and all that coming up. But first off, let's talk a little bit about what has already happened up to this point. Let's start with the the phenomenal attendance at the Sun Belt Championship game. Yes, set a record for yes Sun Belt Championship game. Shattered so, it.
1: Yes. Not yes. even close. Uh, first and foremost. what what's
0: the what what, what was it then?
1: It was at sure. like eighteen. Oh yeah. It was just under nineteen. Well, I okay. remember the games only like four years old. So right. It was no. State, well, App that's State okay. Cancelled and then here. So okay. we went from like eighteen and change both years. Just, um, a records are record, it man. by Twelve thousand. But I mean, like that was so great. I thought homecoming was a great crowd, and then to see that many people inside Cajun Field was, you know awe inspiring. Honestly, I looked yeah. around and I was like, "Guys, like this is this is what I'm talking about. Like this is why we do what we do. Our interns were loving it. Obviously, everyone there was having a great time. And to win a Sun Belt Championship, icing on the cake.
0: That's right. It can't it can't get much better. Uh, it could finish out a season with the New Orleans Bowl win, and we'll uh, we'll discuss that a little bit later. But uh, uh, with regards to ticket sales, and uh, what was it, 31,014? thirty-one thousand fourteen? Thirty-one oh one four. Yes. Yeah. So so uh, that, that's. I mean, where does that – do you know where that ranks in the uh, – Number
1: seven all-time. Seven all-time. So, all this time. year we've had a number 14 all-time uh, with homecoming. It was at like 28 or whatever. Um, and then the 31,000 was good enough for a seventh all-time. So, I think it's up there with like the uh, – when Steve McNair visited us. Um, so <laughs> Alcorn State. I, I know. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. we haven't – we're not there yet, but <laughs> hopefully soon.
0: Obviously, we're trending in the right direction. Yeah, so. Absolutely. And look, with the, with the renovations that are uh, scheduled to ha- start mm-hmm. happening and things of that nature, I mean – the, the the Cajun field will yeah. have a kind of a, a fresher look, yeah. which is something that is needed for a long time. 31,000,
1: once we take down that upper deck, it's going to look so much better. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'll yeah. just notice it. And obviously the suites are going to be great premium seating options. And you know, there'll be some renovations obviously in that concourse area. So I think doing that will obviously help us round out our th- south end zone, um, fill those in, make it look a lot better on the photos. And then obviously like it's like sections M, N, and O Uh, next to the Grass Hill are the ones that we really need to focus on filling in because that's always empty, but that's the visiting team section. So App State brought like 200, but we'll have some, obviously, you know, some seating options available. And as we knock down the upper deck, let's fill it out.
0: I just thought of this. What we should do is have pop-ups, you know, like uh, if, if their seats are empty. Just have pop-ups like those cardboard. Oh, yeah, thing. exactly. Just call it <laughs> yeah, just, so like, it, it, even when you take a picture. ready yeah. on game day. <laughs> just, just, pop just, right just, up. Yep. just for the start of the game, take a picture overhead. Yeah. Sh- oh, it's packed out. Yeah, I'll <laughs> talk to the marketing guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, pleased with the success mm-hmm. uh, of what, what Cajun Nation did and came out for the Sunbelt Championship. Yeah, how can we not be? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Overall for the year. How was attendance with regards to a, a yearly uh, total and, and things of that nature? Uh, did, it, did it hit on par or a little bit better than the previous year? This
1: year was very challenging for us mm-hmm. in terms of the scheduling. Obviously, oh, yeah. it felt like there was an ebb and a flow. We would hit a great attendance, and then we'd come right back. And I mean, you remember we started on a Saturday, and then we played four days later. So, great opening crowd, and then you play Thursday night against Ohio Um, They can sit at home and watch that. It's a Thursday night and we just came out four days before. So it's it's up and then it's down. And then we had a great crowd against App State. We had a great crowd for homecoming and then another Thursday night game, it kind of dipped off again. We love the students, but there wasn't a whole lot of them coming back from Thanksgiving. Obviously they showed out for the December 4th game. We couldn't be more grateful for that, but you know, it, it comes and it goes. What I'm focusing is establishing a strong baseline of committed supporters and then building off of that. And I hope that our success as a team and a program will do that.
0: Yeah, I've had a chance to ask Dr. Maggot about those midweek games and he kind of gets into a, into a part of saying where, look, it's kind of a necessary evil where you get you the you really get the national exposure yeah. and uh, you get to showcase yourself for three mm-hmm. hours on tv on national tele- to a national audience uh but on the flip side you might mm-hmm. not have as many attend the game so i think that's an ebb and flow i, I kind of like the midweek games i'm not gonna lie i think they i think they're a, a little more uh i don't know it's easier to to, to handle during a week yeah I guess. anytime
1: you see the espn truck pull up you're like oh this is awesome like yeah. this feels important and you know the 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 you know, opportunity to put ourselves, our brand in the households of so many more people around the country than we normally would is obviously valuable, but, um, like I said, I'm the marketing guy. I want butts in the seats. So you know, we, we juggle it. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and be like, we should never play on the weekdays. Like, obviously, we need to be on yeah. ESPN. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But now, hopefully, top 25 mean, uh, start putting is, us on ESPN th- on Saturday. You
0: yeah. know? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, watching the watching the KLF truck pull in too. That's pretty. That's pretty, big time. Uh, that is big time. That truck. is. Well, maybe one day we'll have a Cajun Nation unit. You never know. Let's go. Uh, that'd be awesome. Pull up in the Cajun Nation unit. You never know. We'll I'll see I'll bring some T-shirts. We can throw them out <laughs> <up> the window. <laughs> right, right. Like a Mardi Gras yeah. parade, we we know all about those. Look, so so we we're going to talk a little bit when we come back from break. We'll talk a little bit about the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, it's been a while since the uh, since the, uh, the the Cajuns have been down to Saints Country, New Orleans, <laughs> and and the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, but they, they have a lot of a lot of fun down there, and we're gonna, we're going to talk about all of that. So don't go away, stick around. Jake Longnecker, he's coming uh, he's coming back with us as we're going to continue to talk. Uh, raging Cajun football, how you can get bowl tickets, and all the like. Coming up when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for sticking with us on this Sunday night. I'm George Faust. Of course, Jake Longnecker from uh, UL's marketing, ticketing, and marketing. Uh, what's your official title?
1: Director of marketing.
0: Director of yes. marketing. So every time I say marketing, I'm right. You're close, yeah. Okay, that'll work. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Jake is uh, kind enough to join us again. I think believe this is third appearance on the show, and every time I, I get more and more people saying, "Man, I watched the show. Jake's awesome. Jake's always gotta have so it, it, it doing you, a guys. great job." Thank you, and uh, we do appreciate you spending some time with us to talk about the Cajuns and how people can access everything raging Cajuns, and that includes well uh, the New Orleans Bowl. Let's talk about that in a second. We're going to talk about the new coach, obviously Coach Napier. Did a great job here, won a Sunbelt championship. The next day, he's in Gainesville saying, go uh, doing the Gator chomp, you know, going from one swamp to the other. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and now he's, uh, he's the head coach of the University of Florida. But the Cajuns went and hired. Michael Desimo as the, their new head coach, a guy who's a lifelong, as, uh, lifelong Cajun, as, like, as Dr. Maggard called yeah. it. He said, a true, true son, son of Louisiana. Of Louisiana. Yes. Louisiana yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, just talk about what it's like, uh, kind of the transition for you guys. Uh, with regards to a new head coach?
1: Obviously, we're incredibly grateful for Coach Napier's time here. Um, He looks good in blue. We think he looks a little bit better in red, but obviously, you know, when the University of Florida comes knocking, that, that makes us as a University of Louisiana feel better when we can, you know, elevate our coach to take that next step. But now it's the Des era you know, we're really excited for it. He's been here, he's experienced the success. Like we said, he's a true son of Louisiana. The guy played quarterback here for three, four years and then he's now our head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for the last four years. So that's four consecutive Sunbelt West championships. And then obviously us winning the Sunbelt this year, he's come up through it, he's seen how Napier ran and created his culture and now he's going to you know take that build upon that and make it his own thing but he's seen what it takes to win here he's going to continue that winning tradition personally i couldn't be more happy with the hire i think the way that i will judge coaches is you have a short term and you have a long term anytime you roll the dice on a coach in the long term only time will tell um so obviously like can't speak on that right now but short term you know exactly what you're going to get from des and it's, but it's not a safe hire. Like he's obviously like a strong offensive mind. He's been working with our program for the last four years. The guys love him. That was the biggest thing that I took from his press conference was TJ and Johnny Lumpkin sitting over there being like, man, we love Kutschdez. Like we were so happy when we found out the news. And that's important in the short term because in the nature of college uh, football specifically right now, like, and where the transfer portal's at, like knowing that our running back room is going to come back in full strength. You know, Johnny's here. Like a lot of key defensive pieces are going to to. stick around because they know Coach Des is going to fight for them and they know that things aren't going to get crazy with a new coach because they know that they got Coach Des and they know that he loves them. That's really important for us in the short term. So like I said, long term, you never know, but we're going to see what happens short term. I think it's awesome hire.
0: And one thing that has kind of uh, solidified the hire for me is a couple of uh, endorsement so to speak uh, with regards to Louis Cook at Notre Dame High School mm-hmm. uh, came out and, and gave a glowing recommendation or, or, or a stamp of approval yeah. if you will for, for that for, for coach des and Jake DeLome as well mm-hmm. being at the press conference having a chance to talk to him those two those two guys are, are uh, epitomized really, I mean, J- uh, Jake's obviously, <laughs> that's yeah. what Dr. Maggard said. He was the only one who was maybe even more of a right. true son of Louisiana. And then Co- Coach Cook coached Jake during the early 90s and, and had an opportunity to possibly be the head coach at one point in time uh, for the Cajuns and, and didn't work out. But he, he's such a revered and respected mm-hmm. high school coach in the area. That's huge to have a guy like Dez. Uh, come in and be the coach because uh, just speaking from a strictly rec- recruiting uh, standpoint, I mean, let's be honest, you recruit Louisiana and Texas mostly with regards to the Cajuns. There's a lot of great talent in Louisiana that you can go go get. And so yeah. I, what really was encouraging at the press conference the other day was hearing Coach Degg say, uh, Coach dess I, I get a deg and deg. I know, it's been close. <laughs> coach so, yeah. Mike, I call, I call Mike Mikey D okay because i've known him forever i covered him in high school so but what what i'm getting at is he he was talking about how the assistant coaches were already uh, uh, you know they had to go secure up the uh, the recruits that they were ready for you know we got national signing day early mm-hmm. period coming up here in, in the real near future so to to see that they're already at work taking care of business yes. that's huge and they get the endorsements that they that he got i i think that kind of Eased my any fears that, that I might have about hey, it seemed like a quick hire. Uh, this the, roster
1: is an incredibly strong roster. Obviously, it returns a lot of the guys who just went 12 and 1, and they went 12 and 1 for a reason. Um, Chandler Fields is going to step in. You know, the coaching staff already has faith in him. Whenever Levi's helmet was coming off in the Sun Belt Championship game, they were putting him in and he was throwing. So, you know, they have faith in him. He's going to operate his offense, you know, where they utilize the quarterback both in the run game and in the passing game. I have full expectations that that team's going to hit the ground running. The defense is still going to be strong. Losing Coach Tony was a big one when he whenever he took the D.C. job at Florida, but right. you know that Coach Dez is going to be able to fill it with someone who's talented, someone who's got a good game plan. They're going to, you know, Strategize, recruit well is going to be the start. Like you said earlier, like South Louisiana, especially in Texas, like those relationships are already built. You're not starting from the ground up. I think Dr. Margaret said it best. He's like, we have a product that's not broken. Whenever we brought Napier in, you were under the, you know, Understanding that this was going to be a rebuild or something that he really needed to work on, it's not broken anymore. You know that this 12 and one team is talented. They're going for their school record 13th win. This is not a, you know, run of the mill. This is a top 25 program. Coach Des is gonna step in, you know, great offensive mind, has already been around it, knows what it takes to win, and I'm expecting another great year next year. We,
0: We can get that 13th win and the Cajuns in New Orleans at the New Orleans Bowl? They'll take on Marshall, a future Sun Belt uh, Conference uh, member. Tickets for that contest—how yeah. how do people go about getting that? Uh, because look, regardless of if you've had a chance to go to a New Orleans Bowl or not, this is an opportunity to go again if you have, and if you've never experienced it, I've been there numerous times through the through the early uh, the teen years of the two thousands. <laughs> Uh, the Cajuns were, were perennial uh, New Orleans Bowl participants. And, and so I, I think it's a lot of fun, and I think the, the New Orleans Bowl really likes having the Cajuns down there because the fans come to party and yeah we love
1: going to New Orleans obviously it's an easier trip for a lot of our fans so Mm -hmm. we're expecting a great crowd out in New Orleans if you want to get your tickets for that Saturday December 18th game um, you can go to com slash bowl T-I-X so B-O-W-L-T-I-X and that's where you can go place your bowl deposits there's two different price levels one's in the 40s one's in the 60s Um, it's going to be in the Caesars Superdome so obviously you know it's a palace for us to play in we love going to we love going to New Orleans, so it should be a really
0: exciting time. And like you said, thirteenth win, let's go get it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I, look, you know, I, I Marshall's comes in, uh, they're a quality opponent. That's not uh, and a future Sunbelt. That's player. right. So so it's like uh, it's not like the matchup is gonna be subpar. The Cadens yeah. are a top twenty-five team. And for people that are thinking, man, we should have got a bigger bull, You know what? Look, first off, this season. Was the about right, they wanted yes. the Sun Belt Championship, and that's what they got. And, and the, anything now is a, is a little bit of uh, uh y- Lanyap, it's Lanyap, right? <laughs> it's Lanyap. You, you, you go get your 13th win mm-hmm. in the New Orleans Bowl, you come back, and you have two trophies now to display at the uh, at the indoor facility, you yes.
1: know. Um, obviously, we would have liked a fun trip, you know, maybe go to Texas or you know, see a big sport. Big school, um, power five, yeah, yeah. P five. Um, yeah. But no, obviously, New Orleans is you know a great opportunity for us. I think yeah. it's gonna be a really fun matchup between Marshall. Like the, the future of Sun Belt school is gonna be really exciting. You know, yeah. kind of a little sneak peek for the future. But we're really excited. Um, teams leaving on Tuesday. Uh, most of the staff will be following them before the weekend. So it's gonna be a great weekend for us, and we can't wait to see everyone out there.
0: And look, it's gonna be it's 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 pretty cool to, to be able to kind of cap it off. Where your fans can go to the game. That, think about it. I yep. mean, if they, if if you were playing in the Birmingham Bowl or uh, you know uh, somewhere in Florida, or Orlando, or whatever, most likely you're challenge. not you're not traveling. And, yeah. and and so it's it you have to look at the positives. I think of of what it is and. It's a great opportunity for this team to go out an, with another on a high note, right? Positive mm-hmm. experience and a, and, a, and a win. So uh, we, we look forward to it. Give them again where they can get the tickets again. Uh,
1: bowl t-i-x So place right.
0: your bowl ticket deposits there. Jake, thanks so much for the time, man. Thank you, George. Always a pleasure to have you on. Yes, sir. All right, that's gonna do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for joining us. For Jake, I'm George. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.